Welcome back to episode eight of the Merge Feast. Logan, kick us off. What a crazy episode. Tell us what you thought. Yeah, uh, this was a great episode, in my opinion. I thought, obviously, them bringing back the auction was great, and we can dive into that. Um, I thought strategic thought side of things, of um, the outplay part of the game, of um, figuring out who they're voting out, alliances, how that's laying out, and then the twists of who wins reward and immunity. Um and even to tribal council, I thought all around a, a really great, uh, great episode. What about you, Brandon? Yeah. Three things. Number one, Austin got his revenge for not eating his sandwich. He turned his advantage amulet into a hidden immunity idol tonight. The auction returned for the first time in 15 seasons. With a format that I'm kind of iffy about, but I love to see it back. And we had a great blindside tonight. So, you know, I'm happy with what I saw. What about you, Blake? Yeah, it was a great episode. Um, from top to bottom, probably my favorite of the season. Um, not my favorite tribal, because uh, I think the one where Caleb um, saved himself with the shot in the dark. Uh, it was probably a better tribal, but this was fantastic. Um, so kind of let's start at the beginning. Get back from tribal last time. Jake and Julie kind of have their words. Don't see eye to eye. We all knew how that was going to go. And it kind of led perfectly into the talk of an all-girls alliance. And I don't know about you guys, but I knew from the beginning there were holes everywhere. And <laughs> that did not seem like it was going to stick together. And I don't know what it is about all girls alliances. They never do. And so I was kind of rooting for it a little bit, even though I, I don't want them to take out the guys. But just from the aspect of that never happens. Um, but yeah, that fell apart so quickly. Yeah, the the Black Widow Brigade from Micronesia is the only girls' alliance I can think of that actually stuck together till the end. Um, yeah, Emily immediately was like, hey, Drew, uh, so the girls are getting together, and I, I don't want to do that because I think you're cool. Like, it, it took no time at all, and I, I, I'm with you, Blake. I was not even remotely surprised at that because it just, it never works. And honestly, I think if it wasn't Emily, it would have been D. And if it wasn't D, it would have been Julie. So those five are really so close with Austin and Drew that I'm I'm not surprised um, that Emily was the first one. But yeah, we'll kind of talk about the dynamics of voting and how that all laid out in a little bit. But uh, we kind of jump straight into the auction and. Uh, we read off some of the rules last time. It sounds like there were some changes to the format of this. Um, so Brandon, tell us what the changes were and then uh, tell us your thoughts on how the whole thing went. Yeah, so obviously they had to do it a little bit differently because the previous auctions had been kind of hacked by the castaways. So what they did this time was they brought a boat to 
the survivors to their camp and said, hey, there are 40 tubes of money scattered around your camp. Go find them. And that already is different because typically they come in with the same amount of money. So it was, hey, you can come in with $900 or you can come in with 80 bucks. It just depends on what you find in the woods. So uh, that was the first change. And Second, then, oh, go d- ahead. who was D the one that got nine, 900? Yeah, D had not D had the most money. She collected the most money in the in the jungle with $900 and then Bruce collected the least. He collected one tube of money out of 40 that were there with, and he came away with 80 bucks. So, what was he thinking on how he was searching? He I don't know what he was doing. I think he thought that it was I think he thought it was going to be easier to find the tubes. I think he thought that the opportunity was going to be uh, easy. I, I don't really know, but it's, uh, I wasn't surprised. Bruce has played a really weird game to this point. So I'm not going to pretend that him doing something weird during that, uh, part of the episode was, was out of character. Yeah. I can't quite figure out if he is just playing a weird game or if he's playing old school, which I don't, I don't think he is. If he's playing a little arrogant, or if he's just not familiar with how it the game is played. I don't know. Something is just, I can't quite figure Bruce out. And I'm starting to enjoy it because it keeps me on my toes. But uh, that one was weird. It, it shocked me. Yeah, so they collect the money. Um, second change was... Uh, actually, sorry. Uh, along with the money was there was risk so at the end of the auction whoever had the most money left over lost their vote at tribal council kind of gives you in some incentive to get rid of your money second change there were no advantages that were going to be available in the auction which is advantages being in the auction in previous seasons is pretty much the reason that it was broken people were holding their money to have a chance at those advantages. So they just came out and said, hey, no advantages this time. Third change was not really a change, but a little bit more of a, uh, a little bit more formal was Jeff drew a random number from between six and 15. And whichever number he drew was how many items would be up for auction. So those were the three changes. Um, for me, the the whole idea of the person with the most money loses their vote at the end um, sounded really cool in theory to give that incentive to vote, but it ended up kind of taking away from the bidding wars that you would see in older auctions. You had like a lot of times in older auctions, they would start at like 20 bucks on a bid, but you had people coming out bidding $300 on pretzels and beer or $900 on a milkshake. So it kind of took the excitement out of it because people were just trying to get rid of their money as fast as they could. That's, that's where I stood. I don't know where either of you were. No, I'm, I'm right there with you on 
kind of recapping on all of that of the like changes to them having to go out and to find money, the money in the jungle. I thought that was great. I I like the twist of that. Um, and then to the changes that they've made through all of the auction, um, I liked, like you said, pretty much all of them. Um, but it took away from the auction where you didn't get that bidding war back and forth. And I think that's the part I really missed of it. But other than that, it was a, I thought a great, a great, uh, great bring back to the show. Yeah. I, I liked all the changes. I liked, um, the searching for the bamboo pods. Uh, I liked that each of the, uh, bamboo pods had a different amount of money. Um, I like that. I, I actually liked the change where whoever ends up with the most amount of money at the end loses their vote. The thing that I think could have made that a little bit better, uh, and it sounds a little backwards, but having more items to vote for, if it would have been instead of, okay, it's because it was guaranteed to have at least six items but no more than 15. But I think if Jeff would have said, okay, we've got 10 rounds or 12 rounds with as many people that are left, and it could be as much as 12 or 15, just depending on how many rock or what rock I draw, then you want to stretch your money out a little bit. But knowing that, holy crap, this could only be six rounds, and there's a bunch of people here, I've got to get rid of my money. otherwise. It just I've got to get rid of it quick. So I think if they would do the same thing, but add five to, you know, six or seven more rounds, I think could make that work. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that could work. Um, that or like putting a cap on bids, something like that. But it just, it ended up being like, okay, Here's the next item. Kelly has 200. Kendra has 350. Obviously, Kendra's going to throw 350 at it because we because she has the most and she wants to get rid of it. So, right. I think they'll learn from this and probably do something a little bit different next time because I think the auction will come back. What do you think, Logan? I mean, like I said, I, I enjoyed the auction completely and hope they bring it back. So. All in all, I think, like you said, we'll we'll learn from it and see probably a little bit of a different rule set or what next season if they bring it back. And I think it's warranted a few holes there, but overall, overall, I'm I was super happy to have it back. Which item would you, knowing what all was out there, which item would you have bid on? Give me the pizza, the New York slice. I'm there. That or the the charcuterie that Emily got, yeah. yeah. I was thinking the pizza or the the fries. I don't know why, but something about like just fries and ketchup sounds good. I know Blake wants the fish eyes. <laughs> there is no way I could have taken a bite of that fish eye. That no was impressive. Way. I mean, I would have like thought about looking at it thought about maybe like nibbling on it because you know it's a once in a lifetime thing but no way could i have bitten into that the way that he like slurped the exterior of the eye off i was like no i'm gonna 
I was what are we doing? No way. Yeah. I uh I probably would have picked the sandwich with the uh the chips and the margarita. Oh, I forgot about that one. That would that that's absolutely probably would be up on my one ones. All right. So I uh, we get to the end and of course the guy that didn't search for any money only found $80 is the guy that lost his vote. Uh, Bruce and he totally did that to himself. I left that challenge thinking or the auction thinking he deserved it. So that was uh that was just a perfect way to end that. Um, and then we hear a little bit more about Kendra's story and how she hadn't met her real dad until she was 18. And that was, that was crazy. That was really cool. I actually, anytime I hear or see stories like that on survivor, when they show a little more of the, um, the people's past or whatnot, it always makes me like them so much more. And she was always kind of a weird one for me. But after that, I was like, how can you not like, like the girl? Yeah. I think it's, uh, I think it's cool to see some of those perspectives, perspectives into people's actual lives and hearing some of those stories definitely makes you want to root for them more. And like, I don't know, it, it, it's a good touch. And I, I like when they do that. I wish they would, maybe do a few more of those, but um, it's absolutely a, was a cool moment in the, in the episode. Do you guys have anything else before the immunity challenge? Nope. No, I mean, other than, other than that, there wasn't much before the immunity challenge. So Logan, do you want to talk about the immunity challenge? Yeah. Um, so get to the beach. We've got, Obviously, several large objects in front of them. Um, it's going to be where you stand up and you have a rope and you're holding a piece of, I don't know if it was bamboo or what, uh, just holding a something that's one-third the start or the weight of whenever you started Survivor. So, obviously fairly heavy. Every five minutes they move down a notch. Last person standing wins immunity but they come to find out before they start jeff has a proposition of rice for enough for the rest of the game if four people sit out two people immediately step up it was you guys might have to remind me on this i'm foggy on the first two d set out and emily set out d and emily set out almost immediately say they'll sit out from the game, have no re- no chance for re- um, immunity. Jeff comes back and says, here, let me make it a little bit easier on you. Grabs the knife out and stabs the bottom, and rice just starts pouring out. Immediately, Drew says, I'll do it, I'll do it. And then um, Katora said, finally, he was like, I'll sit out. Which, awesome move by Jeff. Stabbing that, like, cold-blooded. I loved it. Yeah. Super, super just, hey, you better get, get thinking. Yeah, I, I loved it too. I love for me, because Katura is like, oh, anybody else want to want to sit out? And 
I, whenever somebody says it, I'm like, sounds like you need to sit out. But I loved it. Jeff was like, you want some incentive? Pulls a knife out of nowhere. There's your rice. <laughs> and I don't think they realized what was happening. I, at first, I almost wonder if some of them were like, oh, there really is rice in there. Like, look how much there is. Wait a second. We're going to lose all that. And I, I think it took them a second to catch what actually happened because you can kind of see it on their faces like, oh, oh, we got to decide like now. <laughs> it was uh, it was a cool moment. Yeah. After that, the rest of the challenge, one by one, drop off. And Bruce ends up winning um, immunity. Lucky hit for him. Obviously, doesn't have a vote. Has no uh, no chance of getting voted out. So he was he was along for the ride. But yeah, what did you guys think of the challenge all all around? I I I okay. The simple challenges like this in Survivor are my favorite. Not a whole lot to it. Plain and simple, harder than it looks type of challenges and. That's exactly what this was. This was a willpower, just get through it challenge. And that challenges like that are kind of like the true definition of survivor. If you just think back to like old school games, but I loved it. Uh, Jake was absolutely cracking me up because he just couldn't seem to follow the rules a couple times. Jake, straighten your arm. Jake, don't, you can't wrap the rope. (laughs) <laughs> that was great but hey, if you're not cheating you're not trying yeah but we didn't talk about it before but bruce bruce uh was kind of on the chopping block going into that challenge mm-hmm. and of course like clockwork and i was rooting for bruce here bruce wins the thing blake yeah i mean bruce came in clutch and uh i feel like every episode has been uh, just a roller coaster of emotions because after he lost his vote, I was pretty excited. I was like, serves him right. Should have, should have gone out and searched for more money. And then he comes and he wins the immunity idol. And it was like, heck yeah. Okay. Way to redeem yourself a little bit. And then I was thinking, I don't know that I've ever seen. And I think we got confirmation of that at tribal, but I don't know that we've ever seen somebody who doesn't have a vote and can't be voted out to be just a lone spectator at tribal. I don't know that I've ever seen that before. Do you remember if we ever have Brandon? Uh, I don't. And I think Jeff was right in the imaginary records that he was looking at at tribal <laughs> that that's the first time it had happened. Yeah, it was, uh, it was cool. So I, I was glad to see that, he kind of redeemed himself a little bit, but yeah, so that kind of ruined everybody's plans because everybody seemed to want to kind of dogpile on Bruce. This whole idea of, they've used this term a handful of times this season, dogpiling where everybody's voting for the same person. And it seemed like that was the direction this episode was going as well. And I think it probably would have had it been, uh, had Bruce not had the idol, but that's been really strange for survivor, for everybody to be on the same page, um, for more than 
one tribal. So um, I was glad to see that didn't end up that way. But once Bruce was off the table, then you know you've either got Jake uh, or some people were throwing out Kelly. And uh, so yeah, I, I didn't really get a sense of how that was gonna go and. I think you guys were right last episode. I'm I'm rambling here, but this was totally Drew's move. And Austin just went along with it. It ended up being a good thing for Austin because now that amulet has additional power and is a full-blown idol. So I believe he actually has two idols now. Yep. So, I mean, great move for him to go along with, but he's not the one pitching it drew is so if him and drew are sitting next to each other at the end like you guys said last week everybody's gonna say nope that was drew's move not austin's so uh, you guys might might be right in that yeah uh, this is like austin the the name of the game isn't get the most advantages it's get to the end and plead your case and right now it's just not there and i actually am starting to feel like like the 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 D the D Julie Austin and Drew thing has to crack at some point. Like it, it always does. And to me it feels like Drew or D is going to be the one to see that and they're going to say, "Hey, Austin has all these uh advantages. Let's blindside him tonight." That's kind of the way that I know we haven't really seen anything that would suggest that yet, but I that just kind of feels like that's where that's going to go with Austin. I, I I could absolutely see that, but then I can also I could also see Drew make, trying to make another move, say, "Hey, this is what's happening. Play your idol, and then target D." Because um, I think from scenes from the next episode, I feel like somebody D's name got mentioned at some point, and I think so far Drew has done a really good job of trying to make suggestions and moves. And it almost seems like like he suggests it, but then everybody else takes on to it and doesn't almost give him necessarily credit for it. And I feel like he's being fairly like low key about it. And so I think he's really playing a pretty smart game so far. But it'll be interesting to see how that those four play out. Because like you said, Brian, I don't think it'll stick together for the rest of the game. Yeah, I think that could happen as early as next week, honestly, with the way they were showing um, Drew talk about maybe going after D. And it almost, I almost got the impression that Emily was the one that may have suggested that or put that idea in his head. And he's like, I don't know that I can go after her. That alliance seems to be cracking already based on what that looked like for next week. Um, so I think all of that could potentially go down next week and be in for another really good episode. Yeah, which, which is wild. And I think probably jumping ahead here, but they need to they really need to hold on the re before they need to hold on and make sure they have Emily. And if the other players were smart, uh, Jake, Katura, Kendra and Bruce, they would band together and try to figure out a way to get Emily on their side and say, we got to take the Reba people down. But for me, that would take Katura swallowing her pride and teaming up with Bruce and getting that done. But 
that's wishful thinking for something like like that to happen. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they are set up very, very well to go all the way to the end. I mean, final five, final four. I mean, it. I I can't imagine that it'll all work out that way. That way, but they're set up really well. So, um, we'll see. What did you guys think about Jake's pitch there at the end? Uh, it was, it was good. I thought. Um, started off a little rocky. I don't know if he was, I don't know, just kind of all over the place at the very beginning. But then as he got going, um, kind of cleaned it up and was making some sense. And his sneak or try at uh, like deceiving everybody, slipping up and saying my idol. Um, I thought he did a pretty good job of just trying to sneak it in there. Obviously, people caught on to it. Um, but I thought that was no harm. Like, doesn't doesn't hurt hurt you in any way to do that. So smart on him to do that. Um, I think uh, I think the whole thing was really smart, and I actually kind of I feel like even the very beginning where he kind of seemed lost, I thought that that might have been part of his whole thing because as you said he did slip up and say you know if i play my i oh uh if i play an idol tonight and just kind of you know kept rolling and playing mind games with everybody but also saying like it he's absolutely right hey we're just dogpiling each other on these votes uh if you're this if you're the second lowest on the totem pole that's the wrong move because guess what you're next maybe this is the time for you to do something so you stay longer than next week. How are you going to be here when final three comes? It's not going to be dogpiling because you're just going to be next. So great on him to bring that up. And I don't know if that swayed people's votes or not, but you got to at least say it. And when you feel like you are the vote, which obviously he got, he got votes tonight. That's you gotta, you gotta plead your case. And I thought he did a, a great job. I thought he did too. And, and I, that's interesting that you say that about the first part of his speech where he kind of fumbled over his words a little bit, because to go from that to as thoughtful as slipping in the whole, my idol versus an idol. I mean, that was clean. Uh, he, it looked like he totally slipped up. And, and I think the look on people's faces were like, Oh my gosh, I don't know that I believe him, but if he does, that changes a lot. So and it helped that everybody saw him going around camp just frantically looking for an idol. So it all played in in the part together. Yeah, it was I thought it was good. And I didn't really think of that beginning portion where he was kind of stumbling over his words as part of it. Um I'd be curious to know and maybe we'll hear him talk about it in an interview later, but it uh, very well could be because and he, when he speaks, he speaks with conviction and people listen. Um, so I, I'm a Jake fan. Um, so I'm, I don't know. I'm glad it worked out for him. Yeah. They did a really good job highlighting Jake this episode, but uh, I also loved, I loved how they, how Jeff presented the votes he didn't do a back and forth, Jake Kelly, Jake Kelly. 
he made everybody think, oh, Jake did all that work. He's going to go home. Three votes, Jake. And then Kelly, boom, 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 boom. And we got one of the honestly best reactions from somebody getting blindsided that we've seen in a long time. Somebody that was actually like, oh, like genuinely hurt that it happened and genuinely shocked and kind of kind of refreshing for me because usually and I like it like usually people are like, oh, great play, guys. And then they leave. But Kelly was like, who did it? And, you know, kind of gathering information for as a jury member on our way out. But loved that. Yeah, it was it was a very good reaction from her. I was oh, I'm so upset that she's gone with her being my my pick to win it all. Um, I really wanted her to stay, but it was uh, it was it was a good vote. I think it was a good move. Um, so the people that voted for Kelly was Austin, Drew, D, Julie, and Emily. Correct. Yep. Okay. So they could have done that even if it was just four of them because um, Jake didn't vote. Correct. Because he played his shot in the dark and came up not safe. Um, I thought there's no way it'll be safe. That would be insane if Caleb and him pulled that out. Um, But didn't even need it in the end. And I think Jake was legitimately shocked as well. So that was almost just as cool of a reaction for me as, as Kelly's reaction. He, he could not believe it. His jaw was still hanging as walking down on the beach. He said, (laughs) he said, Whoa. Oh, sorry. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was, uh, and I like that. I feel like in, other time or on other um tribals that we've seen i think a lot of times when that happens they end up siding with the other person they made this independently of jake because they almost wanted everybody to feel and jake to feel like he was still going home so that nobody was the wiser and it was it was brilliant i really really liked the move and I can't remember, did Kelly have, the only thing she had was the amulet, correct? Correct. Okay. So she couldn't have played an idol, even if she would have known. Mm-mm. Is it, is it time for Survivor of the Week? Um, real quick, I've got one other thing. Did you guys notice, um, or have you noticed that Kendra seems to have been on the wrong side of a lot of votes this season? I have noticed that, and I have noticed that she is genuinely shocked by anything that ever happens. (laughs) Yeah, I will be curious to see how far she makes it and how the jury picks up on that and just how she explains some of it. Cause if she makes it really far, that'll be, I don't know. That could be uh, a topic of conversation on, Hey, you were blindsided just as much as the people that got voted out. You didn't like blaze your trail to the end. You just kind of fell into it. Um, 
and you just happen to be on the wrong side of the votes. So it, it'll be curious to see how that gets played or if it ever gets brought up. But well, you do you do say that in uh, yeah, she doesn't really have the resume to 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 speak to, and maybe she'll be somebody that that really before if that's how it plays out says you know what i want to want to figure a way to to sit next to kendra because i don't know if she's i don't feel like she's done anything so yeah 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 i could absolutely see it playing out that way people are smart obviously would take her because she doesn't have a resume so far take her as an easy vote against and so could it'll be it'll be interesting to see how far she makes it for sure all right survivor of the week logan kick us off for me um it's kind of a weird one i think i don't know um i'm I'm torn between a couple people and i don't know who to choose um i think i'll go if you need more time go ahead all right i'm going austin all day even though he was not necessarily the one that came up with the idea uh, to to vote out Kelly. However, starting at the um, the auction, he went up and paid a hundred bucks to eat the fish eyes and crushed it. Again, could not have done that at all, but he, I mean, devoured half of that fish eye, which, what kind of fish was that from? Cause that was huge. And then still went on to get something else to eat. He got, they got Kelly out. So his, uh, his advantage, that amulet advantage increased to a full hidden immunity idol. So he's got two. I mean, he's sitting on the correct side of the numbers. And even though he may not be the one making the big moves, I think Drew is calling the shots right now. He is sitting in a, incredibly good position and uh that for me he was the survivor of the week i will say for me um probably probably drew i think because of some of the the plays he's trying to make and kind of led this week of like who to vote out and giving different options and ideas i think his his strategic gameplay is really kind of shining like slowly and um, in a smart way. So I like his position in the game so far. I think he's playing a great game. So I'm going to go with Drew this week. Yeah, I'll give mine and then I'll go ahead and close this out. Uh, For me, there wasn't anybody this week that, that blew me out of the water. So my pick for Survivor of the Week is purely based off of entertainment and for me this week that was jake jake is great in confessionals he was obviously very articulate at tribal council you can see why he's a lawyer and him in the challenge just kind of goofing through it was cracking me up and you know even though it's not really going great and I don't know how far he will go. He really shined for me this week for, you know, reasons other than gameplay. I think, I think that that tribal council speech might've put it over the edge for me, but for me, it's Jake. That's a good, that's a good uh, 
That's a good one. I like that. I was between Drew and Jake, so those were my two, and ended up just going Drew this week. But yeah, Brandon, you said uh, you said last time you had a new pick, a new winner pick. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so I'm learning something because I actually I don't yeah I didn't say it, but I was I was gonna pick Kelly, <laughs> and I clearly have a problem but i i i think i think d is going to win survivor 45 okay because i think she is controlling the game she has julie in her corner she is completely aware of what's going on around her and yeah, she's a good player. And now that I've said that, she's probably getting voted off next week. <laughs> but I let's, also... Let's see, do you have the Drake curse? <laughs> yeah, I, I might. But uh, the, the, the one thing I want to say for next week is I'm setting the over-under for Katura Confessionals bashing Bruce at three and a half. So... Let's pay attention to that. That is a good money line right there. That is uh that's a good call. This I think so one I think Emily is hands down comeback player of the year. Comeback survivor of the season, whatever we want to call it. Yep. Playing a phenomenal game so far. Complete 180. I think this could be really comical to have her and Bruce in the end. Because nobody's enjoyed Bruce or I mean, I guess Katura hasn't enjoyed Bruce, but everybody else is kind of annoyed. But the fact that Emily and Bruce had that interaction right off the bat, really before the game even started, I think that would be hilarious if they were sitting at the end together. I'm not picking them. Uh, I'm going to give it another week before I make my final pick, but uh, that would be awesome. Yeah, and I will be making my new final pick next week. <laughs> Logan, did you say yours was Austin or Drew? It was Drew, right? I believe it was Drew, if I remember correctly. That sounds right. You've been a you've been a fan of uh, Napoleon Dynamite this whole season, so. <laughs> hey, I, I think he's been playing a smart game, and I hope I hope he takes it all the way. He's he's he could do it. <laughs> I see it. He was a standout person to me the very, very first episode when they were just introducing people. And uh, so, yeah, I honestly, the only per, the only two people that I don't necessarily, I don't know that I would love to see win is Katura and Kendra. Both of them aren't playing the strongest game for me. I'm really sick of Katura crapping all over Bruce, but everybody else like, I would actually like to see any of them win. So I'm I'm really excited for where the season's going. I'm I'm right there with you. I think Kendra's at least been like fun character on the show, but Katura's just been kind of a wet blanket. Like <laughs> I hope she's watching this and going, "Man, I do not look good." <laughs> because she's just tunnel vision so hard on her personal vendetta against one player. And it's kind of a shame. I kind of wonder if Jeff will bring that up in um, the questions afterwards when they 
kind of the reunion of sorts if they'll bring that up man i hope that they do a live finale again that'd be so cool like in in a studio yeah i almost wish they would do a combination of hey let's all sit around and talk and drink champagne and eat pizza like they've done the last couple seasons but then also have a reunion live with everybody back even people that weren't in the jury like for Sifu and that kind of thing. Um, I think that would be kind of a cool little twist there. Yeah, I think so too. This has been genuinely like outside of the two quits and like Brandon genuinely good cast. Yeah, I agree. Speaking of quitting, did you see the link that I sent you earlier, the interview with Probst talking about how he's going to be much harder on quitters? I did see that. So he said, if you quit, I'm not snuffing your torch, right? Yep. And which was hilarious because I don't know if you looked in the comments, but somebody said, well, well, what are they going to do then? And the reply to that was, Jeff, Jeff is going to set them on fire with their torch. <laughs> like, what What do you think they're going to do? They're just going to walk out without their torch getting snuffed. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, that is funny. <laughs> no, I, I, when I saw that, I was like, yes, that is... Uh, somebody's listening to our podcast and I'm sure we weren't the only one saying that, but um, no shout out to, uh, to auntie. She's the one that sent us that, that article. So I hadn't seen that until she sent it. We ready to get out of here. I think so. I think so. You want to give, right. uh, give our handle on Twitter or X. Yeah. Uh, if you're enjoying the pod, uh, follow us on X formerly Twitter at Merge Feast Pod, where we love to hear from you, interact with you. And yeah, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week.